Honk with Mike Bridenstine is brought to you by No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Mike knows like so, like the biggest names in comedy. Dude, you gotta see this guy's fucking show list. He like has like the biggest names on uh, in comedy on his on his show. It's kind of unreal, Mike, how you do that. The best po- panel pod on the internet. And this is what the show's about, Nick. The, we have our finger on the pulse of America's uh, trends. Hi, everybody. Hey. This whole day can suck a thousand fucking dicks. Yeah. Welcome to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. I'm Mike Bridenstine. Shout out Rick Gonzalez. Shout out Bad Planet. Shout out an Untaken Podcast. Shout out to The Buffer. Shout out No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. My unpaid announcer is David McGregor. Two fun facts about me. One, I'm on day 19 of 75 Hard. And two, I have the world's greatest panel. Crystal Adams is back from The Circle on Netflix, from Black Card Rehab, from Overdue Comedy. She's our expert on black TikTok. Nate Craig is back from Maniac on Netflix, from F is for Family. He's got a special that you should stream from All Things Comedy. Sean Green is back from Sports Gambling Podcast. He also has an album you should stream. He's been gone for way too long. Glad to have him back on the program. Mia Jackson is back. You know Mia Jackson. She had a half hour on Comedy Central. She's been all over your TV. You can hear her as the narrator on My Celebrity Dream Wedding on VH1. So if you're watching that and you think, I recognize that voice, you're not crazy. You are correct. Nina Tarr is back. You also know Nina Tarr. It was the holidays. Turns out a lot of your favorites were available. She was on the Emmy-winning show Hacks on HBO. If I say anything bad about Michael Jordan on this episode, I'm totally kidding. So without further ado, here are Crystal, Nate, Sean, Mia, and Nina. And if you don't already, please hit subscribe. Hey. <laughs> are you wearing a Georgia National Championship hoodie? I am. <laughs> Congratulations. That is correct. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I, I th- you were the first person I thought of. It's been very long and i um i went to athens saturday to go to the celebration yeah i probably got covid who knows no Um, that's done we're done with covid we're done you're right because it does not exist in georgia so it's probably (laughs) no covid in georgia but yeah but i i'm very excited it's about time (laughs) where did you watch the game uh, at my parents' house. That's where I am currently. Nice. So, yeah. And I um, I screamed. I ran. And um, just want everybody on the call to know I'm not just a fan. I am an alum, guys. That's okay? legit. Not just, not just out here going. I grew up in the state of Georgia. And I love this team. No. I owe them money. <laughs> <laughs> you are in debt to them. <laughs> them so much money they should take some of that off for you buying like that merch though right i agree i'm gonna i'm gonna ask we can start if you guys want i had fun doing this last week and mia you might have done this one before but i this was just a fun this was just a fun one to hear comedians talk about but what is the hardest you've ever seen someone kill one single set that you can be like holy fuck i don't think i've ever seen anybody murder like that before does anybody have an example of that i i have a good one okay let me hear it 
Um, I saw, I remember like, this was so long ago, it was like almost 10 years ago. And so I had just started doing comedy and I saw Rory Scovel at, um, oh God, what is that? The Virgil. I saw Rory Scovel at the Virgil and he had this whole thing going with um, like the, the like lighting guy, like the sound, sound, like the AV guy. And he was like telling him to like turn the lights off. Basically like his command over the room. Cause you know, he's like a fucking psychopath. Yeah. And like he's in, the, he's in this space and people are screaming, like screaming because he's like being so fucking insane and unruly. Like it like was, it was absurd. Like I can't even explain. Cause you know, when Rory goes up there and he's just doing his thing, it's like not even like a joke. He's like truly like present and playing. Yeah. And you're just like, this is, he crushed, but it was also just like everyone, every, there was not a single person in the room that wasn't fully engaged and like, holy shit, this is the fucking hilarious. And like this, the person that's performing is having so much fucking fun. I'm having fun. This is like breaks all the rules of what I know of conventional like stand up. It was just like, I, I had like never envied somebody more in that moment of like, you were just <laughs> having a fucking blast. Was that at Hot Tub? I think it must have been. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, I was just like, this is everyone in the room was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, it was so That's stupid. awesome. Does anybody else have one? Sean Green at public house dealing with a heckler telling him that he used to wrestle in high school and that he would pin him outside on whatever on street the concrete. Yeah. yeah. I did say he wouldn't know art if it jizzed him in his face. <laughs> Such a weird thing to yell at someone. Um, that was one of the weirdest and most awesome heckler deals I've ever seen. I think that was, yeah, I had a, I had a blast unloading on this guy. I'm trying to think of some like really good crushing. I've seen a bunch, but I'm trying to pick like the one that stands out. What's up there? I don't know. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of like Kyle Kinane a couple times at even at comedy garage when we used to do it at our house. Yeah. There, there were some epic sets there, but I'm trying to like pin down one that you uh, could lie and i won't be like actually that was <laughs> i want to think of some good examples within that set and i'm stumped do you ever see like pepitone at uh oh, like what was gower gulch what was jazz ponce's room there uh tiger lily it wasn't her room yeah something like that where he like starts heckling himself uh, that is so good. Where he's like, Eddie, you just borrowed five grand from your dad again. You know you're never gonna pay him back. Why even call it a loan? Who are you lying to, Eddie? Who are you lying to? I remember him doing stuff like that. There was this uh bar over by um the Culver City Sony lot that had like a weekly show that he did there, and oh god, that was such a good set. I whenever I see Sean, I just mostly want to name old shows from like 2009 that don't exist yeah. anymore. Rattle them all off. Yeah, uh, Crystal, do you have one? Um, the problem is, is that I was trying to think of of women, you know, and the thing is, is that I have a lot of Mia Jackson Bridgetown Comedy yeah. Festival. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think of like sets that 
year or like super memorable like that with a woman. And I, but the one that honestly, the if I'm honest with myself, the one that comes to my mind is like, it was actually several people in a row in Idaho at a comedy festival. And I was like, why, why, why is, why is it here that I'm seeing the funniest people I've seen in my life? Wow. Um, there was one guy who lived there and he, um, he has, he has Tourette's, which didn't stop me from hooking up with him. And, um, did you really? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but he That's a was good a phenomenal. Talk dirty to me. He doesn't have a choice. <laughs> You Oops, guys already, people already good. Already you should about. give you Tourette's, you know? Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, stop. Stop. <laughs> I'm like Linda Blair. <laughs> Possessed by good things. Um, <laughs> like was, this guy was like so aware of like how weird he was. Just not even the Tourette's aside, he was so aware of how weird he was. On top of so Tourette's, he's he's even weirder. Yes. And, and so in control of that and his material about it, like I literally lost my voice laughing. It was so smart and funny. In it, Idaho. Yeah. Idaho. I've never done yeah. stand up in Idaho, so I don't know if they don't have the best crowds in America. Swing through. <laughs> Swing through. <laughs> right in the, it's right in the middle of the damn country. It's, yeah. it's on your way wherever you're going. That's yeah. the state motto. I think you're thinking of wherever Iowa, going, and I've been Idaho there. <laughs> Nate Craig, Nate Craig, the question is, what's the hardest single set you've ever seen anybody kill? The hardest set I've ever seen someone kill. Is that the right wording? What's the hardest you've ever seen somebody kill in one oh, set? Oh, the hardest. Oh, uh, oh, I have a couple. Uh, our good friend, did you ever see Kumail talk about when John John Mayer her like heckled him from the god mic yes um, comics yeah and all of a sudden he stopped doing this bit and had money to get an apartment i wondered what happened with that i don't know (laughs) (laughs) uh right yeah i was like i was like you gotta get that on an hbo special and him and emily were like yeah i don't know if that's gonna fit (laughs) because i have theories about new york i have theories about it of course, dude. He was like John Mayer was like racist and shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like it was like really, 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 really bad. And then um, I saw uh, Burr as he was getting ready for one of his specials at uh, Largo. This one's unfair. Unfair. Disintegrate. <laughs> I mean, I was I just went to watch. It was right before he taped, and, it, and he just dismantled. Uh, you know, I what I think is the best room in L.A. at least, Largo. So that was that was great. You ever see him in Idaho, then, though? I've, I've never, I've never, uh, I've never dropped into uh, any of uh, Idaho's international, world famous comedy, comedy clubs at any of I their. I recommend Idaho. No, if you got, <laughs> that's the next stop for any big comedy fan. Don't go to the cellar. Straight to Idaho. The cellar in Idaho. Yeah, that's. Uh, oh, I've heard about it. I've heard it's it's murder to get past there. Me and Ellen, I think about it. Cooked. I don't know your answer. I can't think of what you said before. I don't, I don't know who I said before. Yeah, um, but but I, but if I, but if I, um, I'd probably say the person that I consistently see kill like hard all the time is Mateo Lane, like at the cellar. I mean, like it's just like just every single time I see him there, it's just, just it's just it's I can't even just like it's just so good. 
is so funny. I mean, he is one of my friends, and I'm not saying it just because he's one of my friends, but he just consistently kills. And like every time I watch him, I'm always like, I'm so glad that I went up uh, before him. Because <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I cannot follow that. Like, there's no way. I mean, but he's just, I mean, and it's just, and I've seen him, I mean, besides at the cellar, but he just, even at other, other places, and it's just, just every single time he just kills. Uh, Sean, you yes. are good at betting on sports. Who, if I have money today, who's going to win the Super Bowl? Uh, I like the Bills. I had the Bills preseason. I'm sticking with the Bills. I'm sure Nate's going to make a good case for his Packers. <laughs> but uh, you betting on them? Are you betting on them? Yeah, he's definitely betting on them. He's betting on every team left. <laughs> oh, teams? Yeah. I mean, I'm betting on all guy. You know, I get a little cornhole action. Uh, I mean, NFL teams, that's the easiest thing. To you can, bet, you on. can bet on cornhole? Oh, yeah. You can bet on anything, man. <laughs> Once I, I mean, that was like the bright spot of the pandemic was it really opened up random shit to bet on. Yeah. You know, people are betting on marbles, the weather. Yeah. So now that like sports are back, it's uh, that it's Michael Jordan wall quarter game that no one knows what it is. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> the, like this that. one, this game. <laughs> I love that character. They should do that. Just on that guy. I give me more. Give me more. Last dance. Give me nine parts on that guy, and I'll be happy. Isn't isn't what you're talking about literally the premise of the movie Rat Race? Maybe is Rat. Like I don't know the on, premise of Rat like, Race. Oh, yeah, I never like, I never saw Rat Race, but yes, I, I'm guessing it's something. You haven't something seen the next. Criterion Collection film Rat Race. <laughs> I think the book was better. The intro by Noah Baumbach. <laughs> okay. That sounds real oh, to me. Wow. I also have not seen this movie that we it's all know the IMDb page of. It's a, this it's is a romp. It's a comic <laughs> romp. Mr. Bean? Come on. Oh, Mr. Uh, Bean's in it. Seth okay. Green. <laughs> Seth Green's in it? I don't know. Yeah, it's, Seth Green's it's, in it. You know what it is? I think it's a remake of the movie that came out in the early 60s. It's called um, yeah. Wild and Crazy World or something like that. It's a mad, mad world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I think okay. I think that's right. So we're going with the Buffalo Bills. Have they ever won a Super Bowl? No, they're due. They they're here. I think that they should try to lose four in a row sometime. <laughs> Restart that uh, trend. Yeah. When I was I'm a like kid, boy, did they love losing Super Bowls. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> uh, I have a dumb question, but I don't know the answer to it. Why would you say – I've asked people this. You don't have to know anything about sports to answer this, I guess. But why isn't Tom Brady as big as Michael Jordan? Is it just because you can't see his face and his head when he plays? Or is – does he need to have like a – Huh? Like a human. Rules. He's like not a good human. Not like a good role model. Not like Michael um, Jordan, good yeah. he, famous Michael good Jordan. person. <laughs> You know, and he's like, he's like a good role model, you know, like Tom Brady's like, I don't know, I fuck a supermodel and I'm probably racist. Tom Brady never got his dad killed because of unpaid gambling debts. Okay, that's not his fault. We don't know if that's true. We do. The most logical conclusion. The Jordan stands in this room are dominating. I am... I, I, it's my favorite uh, I player ever. I, he killed his dad. Prido. I think it's because he's... <laughs> I will not. I will not. I will 
I'm gonna exclude myself. He didn't stop his dad from being killed. We can all agree on that, right? I mean, his dad got killed, and he didn't stop it, so that is technically true. I. This is audio only, right? I don't want anybody to see my face. Uh, Mike, I think to answer your question, I think it's because Tom Brady cannot dunk a basketball. Cannot dunk a basketball. And 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 does he have classic sneakers? No, he wears cleats like a bitch. Well, Tom Brady should. Tom no, Brady. Cole, Cole Hahn should come out with some Tom Brady loafers, and everybody would snap those. Well, oh, everybody in boat shoes. He everybody would wear those in, like. Um, yeah. Yeah, he would definitely wear yeah the white bottom shoes. That's oh like God. a Tom Brady thing, and he'd, like white shorts. He'd, he'd sell a oh. he'd sell a million pairs in in Cape Cod alone. <laughs> yeah, See, I think I think the problem is here, and I think in what sense, like just in life, like say Tom Brady was not playing football. That's just what we're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. If Tom Brady was not playing, you're killing football, it so far, Crystal. Is he, <laughs> Would he be the underdog? Like, I don't think he's an underdog. Like, I think that's why. I think there's something inherently, I'm sorry about, like, the fact that Michael Jordan is Black. Like, I, I, I don't remember. I, I remember Debbie Allen his, is his mom in a movie. Like, listen, <laughs> he came up from something. <laughs> like, I just feel like if we watch the story of Tom Brady's life, are we going to watch... Are we watching like the trajectory? Is it is it huge? He played like, football I, at Michigan, but wasn't Tom Brady at Michigan. Whereas Michael Jordan was a McDonald's yeah. All American, was like an amazing like North Carolina won the national championship as a freshman, won the gold medal. Jordan's been okay, he, Jordan's been Jordan more or less. I don't like, mean like I don't mean like prowess. I mean like circumstances of life. Oh, Tom like, Brady just looks like a like a wasp. Well, he looks like we would already be rooting for him, and it's like, well, I I think that's what it is. I feel like there's something there. Okay, I don't know. I think yeah. I think it's just as simple as like Michael Jordan was way cooler. I mean, Michael yeah. Jordan had like the dunks with the tongue out, and he had his own line of sneakers, and they were the coolest fucking sneakers. And then in basketball too, like one guy can just you know they had that one guy, and he completely dominated. Like football. Uh, to its credit, is is much more of a team game. So Tom Brady is, yeah, he's the best quarterback, but it's not, I don't know, it's just not quite the same at level of domination. Can a football player get to that level or is it impossible? I, no, I, think, I, th- I, think, like, I think Sean nailed it. I, th- I think it's because there's so many more players on the field and, and he's, almost, he's only playing half the game, whereas Jordan's one of five players on his team and he's playing the whole every minute if he, if he needs to. And you can't wear cleats with a suit. <laughs> Exactly. That's true. You can wear Jordans with a tux. Or a helmet with a suit. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. I might have the wrong reasons for it. I shouldn't just be. (laughs) I think it goes in. It all goes into it, though. He happened. I think it's fair. Aesthetically is a good point because I think that if you think about, like, just like just the image of like Michael Jordan dunking or like literally like the Air Mm -hmm. Force, like, one, like, like his silhouette, like, it is such an aesthetic thing. Like, it's. I don't know. Tom Brady said he had the fucking helmet. I don't know. He's just like, as he literally looks like every guy in high school that like threw things at my head and called me Dyke. So I just have this aversion <sighs> to looking at Tom Brady. Where I'm like, square job piece I was just, of shit. I was just about that to say square job. <laughs> that now I fetishize and want to fuck. What is wrong with me? Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> Um, okay, hard pivot to politics. Republicans might want to skip the debates. 
Are the debates stupid, and what should they do instead? Obstacle course? Ooh, yes. <laughs> Are they stupid? They Let's start there. Are the debates stupid? Yeah. <laughs> Short answer? Yeah. Short answer, yes. Okay. <laughs> no, absolutely not. You don't think they're stupid, Nate? <laughs> no. You want to hear... I mean, if if either either that or just or just, I mean, we should all be storming the Capitol if the debates are stupid. I but mean, who, what we should blow up the whole system. Why would we? Why would we want to hear our leaders talk at all if 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 we don't trust? You know, if the whole system is is corrupt, which it is, then we should just, I mean, just then we should all be rooting for the next January sixth. Have you have you guys watched? I'm sure you all have watched debates like political debates from other countries, like no. politicians debate each other. Uh, see, this is why I think we need to give up the ghost because we are not doing it right. Um, like these people, they come with facts. They're like facts. Yes. What? And, and, and even even actually, and maybe it's kind of scary because I, I was watching a French debate recently, and yes, I'm that girl. And yeah, I was watching this French debate. And Do you parlez-vous man, the front the français? Un peu. And this man... <laughs> That's French for no. <laughs> this man, he is being compared to Trump, but he is not the Trump. because He's not the next Trump because he is actually coming up with intelligent arguments for the horrible things that he believes. But this is the kind of the level of debate that people expect in France. They expect that if you believe horrible things, that you better be able to debate it intellectually. And that... I don't see that really happening in our debates. Sorry to get really serious. Like, I don't see people really debating things and backing it up really intellectually and really proving their point. This is I reminding me. Like- um, there, I used to get uh, negative comments for a video that I made about Eminem that went viral. And we would translate the ones from French to English. And they would say things like, to be the critic is easy. To be the artist is difficult. Which of these are you? And then, like, the American ones would be like, your mother's in hell, sucking Hitler's dick and the uh, devil. That's it right there. That is it. That, that is the difference. No, no question. We are at the mercy of, uh, of our own uh, citizenry here in the United States. And, and that's why the, I, think, I think there's, at times, probably our debates uh, dip down into uh, honest uh, attempt at facts and, and uh and policy, but for the most part, they are uh, they are head to head bullshittery. But who are that, they for? Uh, like, aren't they like? Hasn't no one been swayed by this since like Kennedy Nixon? Like that guy. I think they're effective. Ken Bone. I mean, well, because it's all about you know, obviously <laughs> Kennedy, the, the Kennedy Nixon, you know, th- that debate. You know, Nixon wasn't TV ready, and then so that's why. Kennedy was able to just like take that in a sweep you know he was like sweating bullets and you know he was like this is not a president look he can't even publicly speak but I think it's still you know we we see somebody fumble I mean like think about um oh my god when like Ralph Nader couldn't spell potato that was Dan Quayle Dan Quayle (laughs) an idiot you know oh is that was that um it was Ralph Nader right Dan Quayle it was Dan Quayle Quayle. Quayle. elementary school but uh what's his name from Uh, What's his name from to the old, former governor of Texas? Couldn't name the fine Rick five Perry. departments. Couldn't name the yes, yeah, Rick they, Perry. And that was a big deal. That oh, lost wow. him. And then also when Howard Dean was like, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. And people were like, fuck no. You know, so. 
This guy's excited <laughs> to do stuff. Fuck this guy. That was not a yeah, debate. He right. just won something. Yeah. Or Howard Dean. R.I.P. But also to bring up, um, like, to bring up Crystal's point, like in other countries, there can be very astute, you know, um, really actual like intellectual debates. But in a lot of other countries, they literally beat each other. Like in, yeah. have you seen God, Congress this video of like? In, oh yeah. Um, yeah, brawls and brawls like, in parliaments are are I, that I would that I, we could I, use I some of. I worked for a uh, clip oh, yeah, brawls, like and literally we, punching each other out and shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We licensed a. Uh, this is probably the only international debate I've uh, saw. I was uh, working on a clip show. We licensed a clip where a. One of the guys speaking uh, insulted the other guy, and he took off his shoe and started beating the other guy. And then the other guy flipped over the entire desk. And, like, I had never seen a guy throw a desk, and he actually hit the other guy (gasps) the desk. It was pretty great. Was it Uh, Conor McGregor? Yeah, I don't don't know. Uh, It was some former Soviet bloc country. Proper parliament. Ding, ding. Mia, what were you saying? No, I'm just saying that's great. I like like that. I mean, I think things would be – I mean, if – wouldn't you just? I would love to see two old white men fighting at a podium yeah. like that. Which is, oh my god! I like, <laughs> to see somebody clean Mitch McConnell's chin waddle oh, out. Yeah, my just, god. absolutely. Oh. Just well, that's what I'm head. saying. Like the like the obstacle course, like a double dare obstacle course. Yes. And most of these women are going to win these obstacle courses. Like Donald Trump doesn't look like he could fit through the thing in like the double dare slide. I think it needs to be a Legends of the Hidden Temple. Oh, that yeah. way, yeah, Olmec could like you know call what's what's next and like who did what. You know, I just want to hear like that low rumble of Olmec narrating the debate. There you go, ratings bonanza. What's the one show? Is it American Ninja Warrior? Yeah, oh, like, yeah, something like that. Yep. Yeah, be, Congress uh, just needs a tennis ball gun. I want to American Gladiators challenge. That's what I want. I want to see them all in a house, have like a little summer job where they're t- selling t-shirts at a stand, and they gotta get along. Congress just needs a tennis ball gun and a slide covered in whipped cream. La- laser is uh, laser is running for Senate, you know. <laughs> He's going oh, under laser as his name. Uh-huh. Uh, this week, one year of Joe Biden. How's he the only, doing? The only thing he has to do to win is beat Joe the plumber. <laughs> Keep Joe the plumber from dunking a mini basketball into a garbage. When's game. the last time you even thought of Joe the plumber? Oh man, I think about him every day. He did. Uh, he did venture into stand-up comedy. Oh, no, it was really? sad. Where did he perform? Uh, at like the DC Improv. His set is available online. I've watched it a few. Oh, times. Get out. Oh boy, it's a lot of after the show. He sells plungers. Yeah, as you'd imagine. <laughs> okay, one year of Joe Biden is this week. How is Joe Biden doing? Who? <laughs> uh, the old, the Jeff Dunham puppet that lives at the White House. You know, I don't. Can I? I'll just be. I should probably be more politically um, plugged in, but I spent most of the um, like the pandemic. I was with my boyfriend who watches political stuff all day long, and since I haven't been there, I've just kind of checked out. Like I, when yeah. I'm. Went back to New York. I was like, I don't know what's happening in the world. I think things are fine. 
maybe they're not. I that's, know they're not. Fine, that's much healthier, but, I'm sure. But but I haven't been watching. Like we would wake up to MSNBC, and I was having nightmares. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so well, so just to bring been... you up to speed, the government is gridlocked, and the Senate oh. is an outdated racist institution that. I, keeps half of uh, 10% of the country <laughs> overrepresented and we uh an otherwise pretty ambitious agenda is being completely uh stopped in its tracks and I, mean, I haven't read the bill so I really can't say anything else but that's what it looks like that's what it sounds like yeah, I mean he's I super successful right his whole goal was not to be Donald Trump He's not Donald Trump, and the bar was incredibly low. Yeah, the, the bar was stop Bernie Sanders, yeah. was, don't be Trump. lower than we ever thought it would be. Most yeah. people yeah. voted for him, the vast majority, just because he wasn't Donald Trump. Yeah. Uh, you know, less arguments at Thanksgiving and Christmas, and yeah, that's really his, you know, and then I, I don't know what else he's going to do after that, but that seemed to be his biggest accomplishment. By the way, He's Nate good. just said something that I wish that everybody would start saying, which is, I haven't read the bill, so I can't say anything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's how, that's how the whole system is it. set up. That literally is how our system is set up. It's set up so that we can vote, so that we can say that we voted, and then we don't have to think about it for a while. Mm-hmm. That is what that is what we signed yeah. up for. It's MLK Day. I should be resting right now. Like, I, this is... I it it should be MLK Day for the next. We aren't three. resting right now. Yeah, this is strenuous. <laughs> but like that is how the system is set up. It's set up, and I don't know if that's correct. I don't think it's correct. I don't think it's correct that we vote and then we just like that's and I and that's We're what done. I do. I'm doing the same thing that Mia is doing. I'm like for my own mental health because. They literally they've turned my portion of the helping off for however many time years it is till we vote again. I I can't. I well, if you live in LA, you vote every five days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, in, in in my district for sure, definitely. Yeah, and on next door that counts. <laughs> that is democracy at its finest. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think Biden will have a primary challenger? He says he's running in 2024, so there's apparently a lot more stuff wow. he doesn't want to do. <laughs> oh, dear God. Uh, who do you, do you think that – go ahead. Sorry, Nina. I stepped on it. No, I just am like, how? He's like – is he liter- – I mean, is, isn't is he literally 79 years old? He might be older. Yeah, 79 sounds right. 79, I really yeah. don't – I mean – God damn, no wonder these fucking like QAnon people think that they were like drinking fucking baby's blood. It's like, how else? I literally, how else are they staying alive? I like am truly perplexed by just the. He's too old, man. It's just like yeah. pass the torch. I guess there's something like, I don't know, maybe the older you get, you really like, you really hold on for fucking dear life, truly. Because I, I just like, I really don't, I, I feel like there's like this lack of like, it's almost like the Ruth Bader Ginsburg thing, like why people kind of criticized her. It's like, you know, she was going to die and it's like, give up your seat while we have the opportunity right now to get somebody in there. But and Nina, like if Joe she Biden, does that, it looks partisan. But Joe Biden has such an anemic response from the populace that it's like, you know, you really got to, 
I don't know. I just think that there's something that maybe it's like megalomania. Maybe it's like, just like, like, no, I'll do it better. And I understand like, you know, I, I do like respect him. I, I think, you know, he's, he's a very, uh, you know, decorated, uh, you know, politician. He's done a lot. He's been, you know, uh, I was going to say, I'm like, he's been in the industry for a long time. He's been in the work, you know, he's hit all the mics. He and has been. His, <laughs> his name recognition got him the win. I mean, that's, yeah. that's, I wish we weren't that simple, but it's true. No, totally. Uh-huh. And that's fine. Like, you know, I just like, he could use his, that name recognition to bolster somebody else, even like put Kamala in there or just do something, you know, it's like, well, that's I what just, he's doing. I, think, I think that's really, I think that's what he's doing. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, if, yeah. if he's, if he runs again, it's a mistake. I'm hoping they run Brian Williams. He's my favorite jazz man. Wait, I what? Feel like if he runs again, he's going to lose. I, I think just, I, Brian Williams yeah, from NBC. Yeah, I'm kind of joking, but at the same time, I don't know why he retired. I don't know why Brian Williams retired. Brian Williams is daddy. Because he he lied about being on a helicopter and they're like, I'm not arguing with you. (laughs) Yeah, I don't care about any of that. Just like when you said when you said it would look partisan if Ruth Bader Ginsburg (laughs) retired early, because first of all, she's 90. I was being tongue in cheek. It's obvious. I know also because it didn't look partisan when Kennedy retired. I mean, (laughs) yeah. I mean, that, that's one side cares about optics. The other side doesn't. Right. And yeah. there, and one side has to govern. Well, and the one other side's side trying to win is what's going on, I think. I mean, I guess one side's just playing on kind of our natural impulse for self-destruction. And I think that's an advantage if you're competing. Is it too dark to ask a civil war question? Because I want to know how this would fucking work. Everybody's saying that we're going to have another one. Are there worried? How would it work? Anybody who doesn't wear a red hat uh, outside of a major metropolitan area is going to get stopped on the road and shot in their shoes. (laughs) There. Is that dark enough for you? (laughs) It's pretty dark. Can you even take their shoes off before they get shot? Yeah, take your shoes off. That's the trick. Either put on a red baseball cap or take your shoes off. (laughs) And then they can't shoot you. The the realty is it's going to be a real, real rough, rough civil war because there are a lot of like middle class remote working black people and like other minorities who are like been steadily moving out of the country saying like almost nothing about it but they are moving out of the country so the ones that are going to be left are the real real rich blacks and the rough and tumble blacks so it's it's gonna be messy. That's that's what I know. <laughs> Is that real? I haven't read anything about that's that. That's real. There, where are they where, going? Where, there's a where growing, are middle but... class American black people moving to? Mexico. What? Wildly enough. Really? Yeah. Huh. They are moving to Mexico. They're moving to New Zealand. Listen, I'm on tic- I'm in these TikTok streets, and I can tell you, uh, it it the life is looking good. Like they've got their, they've got maids, they've got car service. Who should I follow on Black New Zealand Twitter? Man, that's what I'm looking for. I would like a maid. Yeah, I would like. That would be great. Yeah, I want to live in Lord of the Rings with black people. I'm guessing I'm not invited to the New Zealand barbecue. Get me invited. I just got back from Mexico two days ago, and uh, it was tight. But also got back. Montezuma's Revenge, baby. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I project that I vomited um, at the Soho. Wow. That's in Soho. Um, <laughs> but I projectile vomited in public there. So. Oh, no. Not to brag, I've been shitting black liquid. Oh, <laughs> that's, and that's just the Kahlua. Oh, 
Wow. The Civil War just got violent. <laughs> Ooh, Diarrhea this... in America. I can only imagine what happens when I go to Mexico. Oh, God. No, it clears it all up. It clears it all up. Mine, it was Mexican derivative uh, diarrhea, but I had it in New York, you know. So I got it there, brought it, and was like, "Oh, I feel." You guys don't need to hear about my diarrhea. I... No, no, no. We already took this turn. No, we already here. took this turn. Trump this was here. right. You're not bringing your best, as I think is what. Uh... <laughs> uh, what do you want to hear less about going forward from this moment on? What do you want to hear less about, COVID or Trump? Oh, Donald Trump. 100% COVID. I feel like I'm not hearing that much about Trump. Maybe it's because I muted everything yeah. or just like tune people out. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I, I, you know, to me, COVID's like uh, Westworld where the first season I was really into it. I was following everything. <laughs> After that, I've just been out, man. I've been out. I, I, know, I know what's going on, but I'm out. <laughs> I agree 100%. And, at this point, Trump, I know it's, I know him and his base is a very real threat or whatever, but it does still, at this point, it does feel like a legend, you know, like it's a thing that we can already tell our kids that happened once. Um, and that feels very nice. I don't yeah. know. It's just. <laughs> yeah. Anybody who says COVID, they want to hear less about COVID. I don't want to hear anything about COVID. Or, no, no, no. I don't want, I don't want people. No COVID. People talk about COVID so much and they think just some layman is gonna is thinks that they're gonna say something like, Well, you know, I heard that. I'm like, shut the fuck up. I'm just like, I don't what what well my cousin had it the other week and they said it wasn't Ooh. that bad and then or so you boosted? Do you have, yeah, I'm, oh, like it's like the same well trod upon conversation that we consistently, mm. well, have you got, this is your first time getting, or did you get it? And this, and I'm like, uh, like Donald Trump is at least entertaining. I mean, the guy was a <laughs> fucking, is a horror show, but like how, okay, I think we're gonna step back, you know, let's well, a few decades from now, you know, once it's kind of like we've washed our hands clean from him and we're gonna be like, you know what? He was pretty funny though. I mean, no he way. was so <laughs> ridiculous that he would do shit. He was literally, there was a speech that he did where he was like, I mean, um, these plastic straws, you know, I mean, I don't get it. You know, they said we got plastic forks, plastic knives, but, but we got to get rid of plastic straws. I'm like, are you Steinfeld? Like, what is this? <laughs> like, it's like, so uh, it was ridiculous that it's like, I, and I feel like I'm not hearing anything about him. And that actually scares me more. Cause I think he's a very nefarious person who can perniciously yeah. take power as we've seen, you know, uh, all on January dumb. 6th. So I feel as though, I would like to hear more about Trump. The more he's in the spotlight, the more you know where the fuck he is. I just don't, right. I, I don't like that he's gaining some contingency of following unbeknownst to us. You know, I want to see, you want to see the monster's face, you know? I feel mm -hmm. like him behind the, yeah. the curtain is a little scary to me, but like COVID, I'm like, this is boring. Like, yes, give me the facts. What, when do I need to put the mask on? When do I, when can I do this? Like, yes, but I don't like that people are just kind of vacillating over, like, it's not a conversation anymore. COVID is not, he, anymore. It's not Trump, a conversation. He, he had a TikTok account, I think, for like one day, and he got verified. Oh. 
like one day and then already it's already gone already he already got booted off um so he's trying he's trying to get to us is what i'm saying he's oh, trying to just get, get the word out i didn't that heard that just happened that just happened like recently he got yeah it happened recently oh, wow. <laughs> I'll, I'll be that. honest when uh, alec baldwin shot that guy i i definitely wanted to hear from trump on that. <laughs> yeah I'll be honest. I, I I instinctively went to Twitter and go, oh, Trump's going to get him so good. And then I'm like, yeah. oh, not even on it. Now he's got to do a press release. It doesn't have the same zing in the press right. release. Reading, reading his stuff with the, the emblem that he made. Yeah, his former president office. Uh, yeah, that was the wildest shit. Oh. That dude thought he'd be president and SNL would just, like, talk good about him. He's a fucking moron. <laughs> Yeah, it's Crystal, Nate, Sean, Mia, and Nina. If you haven't hit subscribe yet, go ahead and do that right now. If you're enjoying the show, pass it along to someone else. Don't keep that shit to yourself. That would just be selfish. There's still more show, but if you want video of this panel and like 89 other panels, you want to see what these fucking people look like, that is on the show's Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Brido, B-R-I-D-O. I lost track of how many panels we've done. Every show for the past two years of fucking COVID, they're all on there. A lot of stars. There's also World Series reviews. I posted my 49th Chicago Comedy History Project bonus show. If you don't know what that is, I'm writing a book about the Chicago alt scene. Here are the interviews that will go into the research of the book. This week, Faye Canale. I hadn't talked to Faye in over a decade. She was a regular at all the big shows in Chicago in the late 2000s. Check that out. If you want to support the show, that's also where you go. You can just support it without looking at any of that shit. Do I need money? Yeah. Patreon.com forward slash Brido. My show with Kelsey airs February 3rd at Checker Hall in Highland Park. If you're in the Los Angeles area, come to a free show scheduled to perform. So a lot of your favorites here. Brooks Whelan, Lisa Traeger, Daniel Perez, and Nina Tarr. I add her at the end of this show that you're listening to. You get to hear me add her to the show. Plus, music from Omatola. There's a DJ. I forgot the DJ's name. I need to give you the name of the DJ. Plus, Kelsey and me. The show, like I said, it's free. If you're around L.A., come out. If you want even more of me, I've been co-hosting Power Moves with Mike Burns. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, get that one. Okay, we'll be right back to the show after a brief word from our sponsors. This show is brought to you by No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in Urbandale, Iowa, my beloved home state. Learn to defend yourself. Get back in shape. Kick somebody's ass or something. Learn from Bonafide Hunk and Black Belt Instructor. JJ motherfucking bar. He's been on the show. If you're in the Des Moines area, stop getting your ass kicked. Go go plata the fuck out of life until it taps. No coast Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Tell them Brido sent you. What's the best way to handle the streaming wars? Judge all the content against each other. The Buffer Battle podcast does just that. Joel and Tony are former radio co-hosts who pit two relevant pieces of content each week against each other to determine who's the winner of the week. From documentaries to dumb sitcoms, these two will help you decide who wins, and at the end of each month, they throw it all into a no-holds-barred cage match to see who wins the month. 
They're often joined by special guests, including me, your boy Brido, to help decide the winner's tournament style. These guys have fun making fun of themselves as they keep their passion for film and TV alive during the podcast. Tony's a film nerd. Joel's a music geek. They're not shy about their opinions. Listen to the Buffer Battle podcast anywhere you download your podcasts. Hi, this is Dustin with None Taken Podcast, and I have listened to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. Hey, this is Alan with None Taken, and I also have listened to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. And you clearly listen to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine, so maybe you'll like our show, too. We post weekly episodes recapping current events and sharing way too much of our tragic personal lives. Give us a listen. You can find us wherever you found Hunk with Mike, or go to our website, nuntakenpod.com. And now back to the world's greatest panel. Fuck yeah. All right, cool. (laughs) These guys fuck. (laughs) Thank you, Dustin and Alan, two handsome boys who fuck. Now, here's the thrilling conclusion. Crystal, Nate, Sean, Mia, and Nina. If we've gotten this far and you haven't hit subscribe, go ahead and hit subscribe. Thank you. Okay, uh, Maya Angelou got on quarters this week. Who should be on dimes, nickels, and pennies? Give them to me. No, no. Uh, I'm so mad that Harriet's not on the 20. It's so upsetting to me. Like, nobody, I, we don't even use quarters for our machines in our building right now. They've got, like, a code. They've got a QR code. QR, QR codes have usurped Maya's moment. Like, it could be Maya's moment, but here I am using the QR code on my phone because I don't have change. I don't have it. I'm upset. I'm sorry. I, that's my... I agree with you. We don't even use change anymore. Yeah. You don't need change to, right. p- to plug a parking meter. Yeah, exactly. I don't care about who's on any of the coins, but Harriet Tubman should be on the 20, no question. But I will say that um, if this had happened earlier, we would probably be missing out on an opportunity for um, songs, specifically hip hop, to refer oh, yeah. to quarters as caged birds. Oh. You know, like that would be. I feel like somebody would rhyme that. I don't. I don't. I don't. I can't do it. There but you I just go. Feel like they should put Trump on the penny. <laughs> Trump, Trump on the on penny. Him, he, would be, he would be so angry. If it would make him so mad. It, but it would be hilarious. Yeah. Like just. That and would... then it would have to be, it would have to be that picture of him wearing the tennis shorts. You know, <laughs> the... Yeah, like dumb thick. Wow. And the That's... saying, the, the saying would change to let let me add my two trumps. Let me just add my two trumps. Yeah. Let me just add my. Uh, that would really work well, I think. Two trumps. Yeah. That'd, be, two trumps. That, that'd be code for an all-out filibuster. They should put Donald Trump on the penny and his dad on the nickel. <laughs> I don't give oh. two trumps about that. <laughs> that would be, yeah. That's, that's a the fun. That I want. Yeah, tennis Trump, billowy, uh, you know, pillow, pillow ass. Butt. Yeah. Yeah. Mrs. Mm-hmm. Garrett body right there. Yes. <laughs> diaper, yes. diaper bod Trump. Oh my God, that picture was. <laughs> A gift to America. I mean, just <laughs> I, I thought that Donald Trump would uh, uh, sh- like surely have one of those like eroding uh, white man cottage cheese asses. You know, when you like stood a frog up, if you stood a frog up, like what imagine all white men butts look like, like that are old. So I'm like, that's what I would assume that his would look like. Like he's like kind of a, what a you know, heavy visual. Yeah. You have that 
inverted ass. Yeah. And yeah. then you look and you're like, you are very, very thick. No, he's got very a thick nice. dumper. Thick dumper. Right. I Trump, mean, is, badass. Trump would have worn apple bottom jeans. Like that. That's. You had a Kardashian. <laughs> the boots made the fur. <laughs> like a the whole world was looking at her. <laughs> Bottom line, whole world loved her. Whole world. Whole, whole world folks, the whole world was looking oh. at her, folks. You see, Trump is already more interesting because doing an impression of him is so, it's like doing an impression of Austin Powers in the fucking early 2000s. Like, it's so good. It's like a Borat impression. It's, oh, no, oh my God. God. That is the, that's something. Whenever, go ahead. Oh, no, no. I was, I was about to say that was, that's something that he could probably marketed to like suits for big bottom men <laughs> like some Trump, Trump bottoms power bottoms are called apple bottom menswear big apple bottom from the big apple Toronto yeah. or some Trump they were Trump trunks yes <laughs> that would be yes. oh they already okay. sell those guaranteed Guaranteed they already sell Trump trunks. Stretchy waistband, folks. <laughs> By the way, speaking of tennis, I don't. This is a sports question. I don't know the answer to. What is this Novak Djokovic shit? Like, what is going on oh, with this guy? He doesn't want to get vaccinated, and they require that where he was going, and because he didn't want to get vaccinated, and. Also, he would have to quarantine when he got there. And he basically, at one point, he lied on his visa application saying, well, I haven't been in any other countries other than the one that I'm coming from. And they're like, uh, no, 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 no. We checked your social media. <laughs> Homie, you've been in Spain. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. That's, but he had, he, had, yeah. he had just gotten COVID. So his thing yeah. was, I should be able to have a medical exemption because I'm not going to give COVID to anyone. Right. And I won't, don't want to get the vaccine on top of, I just had COVID. Well, Do you two follow tennis? I'm just curious. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Is this every headline on, it's every headline on what on whatever. It's, they did kind of jerk him around because initially they said he would get a medical exemption. And then, yeah, they, they, one of the boxes he checked was I hadn't gone to other countries two weeks prior, but then he was partying it up again. This was, I think after he had gotten COVID and you know, he, I'm sure he thought he was fine or whatever. So he flew to Australia thinking he was going to get this medical exemption. They gave it to him and then they, you know, relooked at his application. Then they took it away. Then they had another hearing and then they said, no, you're going to get deported. So it's, it's been this whole long drama. All right. I mean, I don't even know the rules of tennis, so I don't know why I should care about this. But uh... it's it's not a tennis rule; it's an Australia rule. I'm just saying, like, if I if tennis is on TV, I couldn't tell you what the fuck is happening. It's pretty simple. It's way more simple than like it's than like football. You just are like, I don't know, hitting the ball. (laughs) (laughs) True. It's like there's a smaller out of the box tennis. Nina, have you ever considered hosting a tennis podcast? (laughs) (laughs) Nina Tar oversimplifies everything. They miss hitting the ball there, and then they stepped out of the box. It's minus two points. Continue on. (laughs) Okay. uh, Tesla has three modes on their self-driving car. They have chill, average, and assertive. So you can drive like a fucking asshole if you would like to. 
which setting uh, are you putting your shit at? Whose version of assertive? Right. Elon exactly. Musk. <laughs> He's very assertive. A billionaire who, people, yeah. For some people, assertive could still be un- still. absolutely indefensibly slow on the road. Yeah. But then mm-hmm. for some people, assertive can be rapey. <laughs> <laughs> Well, half the people in LA I think they're Vin your- Diesel, so I don't know like what this is going to look like out here. I don't. I don't. I'd be all over assertive. I would also like an auto honk feature. I'm a big honker, and if it's supposed to drive like old Sean Green drives, if you're at the light and you're not driving when it says green, you're getting a honk. I like the I honk know- of like a little reminder. I don't like a mean honk. I like I like a honk to be like, look, we're going, because I'm like, I get it. I got it. They should differentiate. Nice Sometimes when I when I get honked at, if I'm zoned out and someone honks at me, I go, yeah, you know what? Necessary. I that. Totally. Yeah, I, appreciate I agree. That. I completely agree. I don't like when people lay on their like when people honk to like like a punishment honk. I'm like, go fuck yourself. When like, <laughs> like they honk when they be like, yeah. I didn't like yeah. what he did earlier. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> fucking suck my dick. Yeah. Like because you, you can feel it. Uh, that sounds yeah. like something an assertive auto driver would say. It sounds like a Dude, lot of assertive drivers here. Feminize those, though, right? They're gonna feminize the those those words. It's gonna be lean in, you know, <laughs> <laughs> lean back. <laughs> so chill, average, and assertive. You do you. In a... Chill yeah. is you do you. You do you. <laughs> or you, you deserve you. it. If they can't oh, wow. handle me at my best, they, at my worst, they don't deserve me at my best. Make I just a... said it to Yas Queen. <laughs> make a make a horn make a make a like a rear <sighs> like a rear bumper horn that goes bye <laughs> <laughs> my self-driving car is <laughs> wouldn't you always my question is if you had three features if it's self-driving wouldn't you always choose the fastest feature and then also i would be like get me there as fast as possible and also i mean this is so selfish i guess i, I wouldn't want people to see me if I'm driving like an asshole or my car is driving like an asshole and my sentient car is driving like an asshole, that'd be like, I'm just going to like cloak myself or whatever, lay down Tinted. and then I'm get me there as fast as possible. Cut people off. Let's go. Right. I love how no, eye contact like, is the only thing that matters to you. <laughs> so if they can't see my face. It didn't happen. Yeah. Then you can't blame me. <laughs> I don't know what is I don't like the rules of this are weird. I don't know why it's called self driving if you have to keep your hands on the wheels and your eyes on the road. Yeah. Probably because if it, I mean that's a safety feature definitely because yeah. if shit gets that's the thing too. It's like I don't know how adva- I mean I'm they're, sure they're very advanced, but it's like what it, like how fast are they to like detect something maybe like coming like that's like on the road or like something coming into your lane like very quickly like some you know so i think you still have to be kind of present i mean i don't know i just always see like i just see so many things to go wrong self-driving cars are bullshit dude i want a bed in the trunk or nothing at all (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think the i think the like you have to keep your hand on and like look at the road that's like a california law I, I don't think like the tesla could do it by itself but the law still says you have right. to like keep your hand Dude, on the wheel so they've actually i, I kind of believe it should be all or nothing because we're really just slowly boiling the frog right like we're just like slowly taking our brains out of every yes. possible thing that we could do yeah. for ourselves and in the end 
I mean, it's just we're just gonna we're just gonna fall off a cliff right in front of ourselves. I'm I mean, for self-driving is, cars. The goal yeah. is that that once we kind of remove, I mean, if you look at the like, oh god, um, that fucking book. Who wrote that book? The Age of Spiritual Machines. Um, that fucking technology motherfucker, the transcendent man. Oh my god. Oh, in the wheelchair, uh, Hawkins. No, not Stephen Hawkins. He wrote a brief history of time. I'm Give me the name of the book again. Guy. Uh, the Age of Spiritual Machines. Ray Kurzweil. That's who it is. Ray Kurzweil, who like whatever the singularity guy. So he, the whole idea to remove ourselves heard from these kind of menial tasks um, is so that we can use our brain in a more evolved manner so we can actually evolve all the species. So this is really a, a broader sense of the cognitive revolution. But we're not doing that shit. Yeah, no. So our collective consciousness happens to have yeah. 8 billion bodies attached to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking it. speaking of stupid, like non-evolved thinking, do you guys want the Tesla where you have to keep your hands on the wheel or the cha-cha slide car where you have to keep your hands on your knees? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Okay, okay, now we're talking. Now we're talking. <laughs> we're talking. This now is we're, now we're having fun. This is road. cooking with gas. This is yeah. there we go. We'd be like turn to the left. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> press your gas. <laughs> That's a fun one. I centered myself from doing the car where you have to keep your hands upon your hips, and then when you dip, we dip, we dip. I, I was going to do it, but I didn't. Yeah. Oh man, the chicken dance car—that's a—that's that's a disaster. That's a—that's a lawsuit waiting to happen. Um, and a delicious lunch. Another, another unfun one, but Oath Keepers got charged with seditious conspiracy. Is this a big deal, or you lost me at Robert Mueller? It's only a big deal if they go to prison. If they don't go to prison, it's, I mean, it's just another, it's just another written house. It's another, it's another uh, box to check on the way to <laughs> bad situation. Are they going to get like a judge who? Is like, first of all, before we start the trial, I'd like to have a round of applause for Kyle Rittenhouse for being an awesome dude. <laughs> he showed me how to he showed me how to save my text messages. <laughs> yeah, they need to go to jail and then they, they need to not be let out of jail. Yeah. Because that will happen. Does anybody else have an opinion about this? I don't have to do this one if you don't want to. This guy has an eye patch. He looks like a bad guy. He's in an organization that I look like I'm in, so it bothers me. I just couldn't. I, I couldn't even delve um, because there's so many people who are in office who they've already decided that they don't believe in things and they publicly admitted it and like it's it's so upsetting to see people consistently publicly say that they don't care about what's true and what is factual and what actually happened that are in office right now. That's, that's the part that bothers me. So I can't, I kind of just shut off from anything that happens to any of these people afterwards because the people in office have already determined. Yeah, I, I can't. It's, up, it's, too, it's too upsetting. I saw a thing last week that I tried to talk about, but I couldn't like articulate it in time last week. But there was a there was a study done at Princeton where they said, how much does public opinion 
uh, go into our actual policy. Like if 50% of the people want something, is there a 50% chance of it becoming a law? And the, the fucked up thing is no matter what, there was like a straight line across it. No matter what bill comes up, no matter if it's 0% of people that want it or one, if every person in America wants this thing, it's always a 30% chance of passing because we wow. don't have a single fucking say in anything. It's only like the the billionaires and special interests who like lobby these fucks who actually get any. I'm with Mike. Let's storm the Capitol. I (laughs) take this country back. That's what you're getting at, right? Did I misread the situation there? Oh god. Yes. Yes. That's exactly. Take the power back. Yeah. No, I mean it is. Yeah. Therefore, violence. (laughs) We need to combine the Oath Keepers with the. Occupy Wall Street movement. Oathupy Wall Street. Oathupy Wall Street, <laughs> and just storm the storm the board of trade, and uh, and uh, leave leave bodies in the leave bodies on the floor. Yeah, let the bodies hit the floor. Oathupy <laughs> Oathupy Wall Street. Is... Cool figured this out a long time ago. <laughs> Who? Uh, I think dr- was that the name of the band Drowning Pool that had the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that song came on when I was on a treadmill recently, and I fucking I felt like for a split second I got it, and I was like, "What am I becoming?" I did, I did that song in karaoke when I was like wasted, and I fucked a stranger that night, and I think that it's because. Nice. Your body. Like, like a guy floor. came up after. He's like, "That was so funny." I was like, "Yeah." And then. We- <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Did he have Tourette's? <laughs> <laughs> he gave me Tourette's. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. California uh, denied Sirhan Sirhan parole for his murder of Robert F. Kennedy. Did he do it? Yes. I thought that one was pretty clear. Damn it. Yeah. Well, was, he, was he programmed uh, using LSD mind control experience? Uh, I know there's a whole that. Manjurian candidate um, conspiracy about Sirhan Sirhan, but literally Sirhan Sirhan's brother was like, hmm. yeah. Like, I mean, his own family was like, yeah. <laughs> you know, they're like, yeah. <laughs> So. You know, his son, who's married to Cheryl Hines, doesn't think Sirhan Sirhan killed him, and that guy's never had a strange opinion about anything. Cheryl <laughs> Hines from the Bengals? From Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, Is that... Enthusiasm. I'm thinking of C. Hines oh. from The Pretender. <laughs> who is the who is in the Bengals? Um Joe Burrow. The <laughs> <laughs> different Bengals. All right. Walk they walk like an Egyptian right. bangles. Um, Not the Icky that? Woods bangles. <sighs> Susanna Hoffs. Thank you. Susanna yeah. Hoffs. Oh, yeah. That's all I remember. <laughs> Mind control. Mind control is so hot right now. I dare I say we are at peak mind control. Are you setting your mind control at assertive or <laughs> or girl boss? I, I my, yeah my my laptop has a self driving human. Uh, I had a fun time doing this one before uh, people liked this one, so I need you to create a rock band for me. I need you to have a singer, 
a guitar player, a bass player, and a drummer. And here's the fun part. I don't give a fuck who you name. Uh, I just need it to be an amazing band. People have been enjoying these. So, uh, you know what? Nina Tarr, the music expert on the panel, you will go... <laughs> You will go first with your mental Rolodex of names of musicians. Who? They have to be musicians. I didn't say they had to be. And if you break the rules, nothing happens. So hit me with some names. Who's your singer? Okay. My singer, I mean, you want charisma. You want to get stage presence. You want somebody that everyone likes who's a snazzy dresser, um, but lovable. I'm going to go with my boy, Guy Fieri. Okay. <laughs> Perfect lead. Yes. Yes. Duh. Yeah. Um, now, a guitarist, you know, usually always considered to be um, the most sought after sexually, you know, aside from the lead singer, you know, um, somebody who really knows how to handle a woman, you know? <laughs> um, and uh, let's for my guitarist uh you know but you want somebody with uh you know uh i don't know like a kind of like a joe perry type he played guitar right and not bass i don't remember yeah um okay let's see um i'm gonna go oh god you know who like would i just hate him so much though but i feel like who looks like he desperately wishes that he was a good guitar player is uh John great Thicke. choice alan thick's kid <laughs> <Robin Thicke. laughs> um i mean i don't know maybe uh greta thunberg or whatever her name is <laughs> tunberg tunberg is a good guitar name Thunberg. all right so we got Pierre on the books we got tunberg uh, Thurberg, whatever her name is turd burglar turd burglar on the guitar we got on the bass. We got we, who is slapping this dang bass. We got we got you know we got a sly son of a bitch on the bass. Okay, somebody who's gonna be able to give those real groovy neck swoops. Okay, and who other than Angelica Houston is gonna come in there? <laughs> who else but a yeah. live flamingo? Yeah. <laughs> and, and then yeah, uh, yep. you know, drummer. You know, you want someone who's unhinged. You know, you want someone who's like Keith Moon. But, you know, also like Flea, you know, you want someone who, uh, oh gosh, you know, somebody who is um, wild yet refined. Um, I'm going to go Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez on drums. I made all of these up and anything out into them and they just came out of my mouth. I mean, they sound right. I watched Saturday Night Live. Bleachers has a fat white drummer, and I've never seen that in my life before. A fat white drummer? Yeah. Oh, there's so many of them. Really? They're, they're like goalies. Drummers <laughs> are the goalies of the band. <laughs> they're sitting there. Yeah. I mean, you need them. They keep yeah. the beat, but yeah. they don't got to do – all they got to do is the arms. Seems okay? like it'd be a lot of work, no? I, maybe. Right, yeah. No, I've seen fat. I've seen fat drummers. There's been so many. Oh yeah. I mean, Questlove is a heavier guy, but uh... yeah, I don't trust a drummer if he's not fat. Really? Honestly, okay. the, <laughs> no. Skinny drummers, but you gotta get a fat a fat drummer. Yeah, yeah. Take a seat. Have a seat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Mia Jackson, do you have an answer for this? 
Yeah, I'm prepared. Um, I don't know why this popped. I'm not really prepared. I don't know why this popped in my head as my singer, but for some reason, Susan Boyle. I really what happened like to that. Susan Boyle? Where oh, is yeah. she? Like she, she can sing. I don't know. She, I feel like she. If, I feel like if you can do opera, yeah, you can also do rock. Yeah, yeah. So I want her screaming. Hashtag free Susan Boyle. Wherever she is, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna Google her. I don't know if she's alive or not. I didn't check. She's in Scientology. Uh, she's on a roof of a building. Um, <laughs> roofing the building. She's roofing. Bass player <laughs> off of aesthetics. Samuel L. Jackson. Sam Jackson looks like he can play a bass. Yeah, yeah. Oh, looks yeah. like he can play the it's bass. Like yes. <laughs> um, let me see. Um, I didn't. I've, so so far, I just have a two-piece um, band. I didn't think far ahead to the drummer, singer, and bass or, player. They uh, fucking rip. Uh, I'll do it. Let me see. Who um, who would I want as a drummer? Um, they're already a drummer. Animal from the Muppets. Animal from the Muppets. Yeah. Based <laughs> off of Keith Moon. Why couldn't I just have that? And then what was my other? My I had another. Um, the lead guitar mm-hmm. was the bass? other person. Bass? Oh no, yeah, guitar. Because my bass was Sam um, Jackson. Yeah. John Travolta on lead guitar. Lead guitar. Um, who? Who would I have on lead guitar? Let's see. Hmm. For some reason, I could just keep thinking Will Smith. Will Smith would like be great. Seems like he'd be charismatic. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm going for. That's my... That's, it's ridiculous, but I'm with it. I mean, that's a charismatic group right there. Does anybody have real answers? I'm just curious if you have real answers, too. I don't you know. <laughs> real? It would be fun to try and put together... Like, if I was putting together a group, it's, it's all about the money. I don't, I don't care about the music. I... I'm looking at this as a, you know, uh-huh. fantasy football record executive <laughs> manager. I'm, I'm thinking the, Millie yeah. and Vanilli. Get them exactly. both. Thinking, <laughs> get them back. I want, <laughs> I want the best synthesizer money can buy. I'm doing promo and I'm doing. Sorry. Exactly. No want a theremin instruments. player, okay? <laughs> get a people theremin. Hate, people hate instruments now. I'm going Little Nas X, Post Malone, dual vocalists. Yes. Um, Putting Paul McCartney on bass. I just watched that Beatles doc. I think he's on to something. Uh, very good bass player. I got Pete Davidson on drums. I don't know if he plays drums. But he looks like Travis Barker. He'll, the kid, the kid's he'll, learn, he'll learn at the, the concert. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then uh, backup vocals, Adele. Uh, and and Justin Bieber, <laughs> rhythm guitar. Who wouldn't? It's something for everyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sean. You nailed it. No, that's, that's solid. <laughs> It's just a super group of famous people. Yes. yes I think exactly. that's hard to top. Okay. Barack Obama, lead singer. Oh, yes. <laughs> he's, a, he's a social media director. Yes. Barack oh, Obama, oh. influencer. Vocalist. Oprah like Winfrey. Leaders. Yes. <laughs> uh, Crystal, what do you got? I Okay. I, I don't... <laughs> Sorry. I'm honestly I'm just reminiscing of... Um, a boy band Christmas special, which I just watched. Did anybody watch that? No, I heard about it. <laughs> Who was on it? But I did not watch it. Um, it was like a little bit of everybody. So like two people, two guys from Boys to Men, like one ninety eight oh. degree. <laughs> one one of one degrees. one degree. <laughs> <laughs> 
and O Town came. Damn, like, uh, O Town. Yeah, <laughs> guys, it was the acting was so bad, but it was a romp. I I love <laughs> a romp. It was I've a romp. Gotta find it. Oh, five boy, lip syncs. I say this yeah, all the time, I, but I, I saw Boys to Men. I saw Boys to Men in Vegas, and it's one of my favorite shows I've ever seen. They mostly do oh, O Town uh, or uh, Motown, O Town, Motown songs. <laughs> Yeah, Motown. Yeah, and now they. That's the, a very specific. Yeah, ticket. the voice of men, O Town. <laughs> One. Well, that's what they were doing on the Christmas special. They were doing each other's songs with each other, and then the doorbell would ring. They're yeah. like, "Oh my gosh, it's." Drew Lachey, the one we don't even care about. Drew and Lachey. Like, <laughs> the lesser Lachey. And sing their Christmas oh. song and Dude, like. That Christmas concert could have been called the the pop stars that never were. <laughs> yeah. Oh, one one new kid on the block and his Which kid, one? So it was a new kid's kid. Uh, it was um, Joey McIntyre. Joey McIntyre. I felt that's who it was. I don't even know, but I felt. Well, it couldn't have been John because he doesn't probably have kids. Yeah. Joey McIntyre has one kid and that kid is now singing and dancing. Um, but I guess Man. if I had a band, um, okay. Um, no, don't say that, Crystal. That's horrible. Say um, it, Crystal. I was gonna say what's left of Tina Turner. Um, let's see. Oh, I, yes. Yeah, I love her. She's she needs to rule everything. Um, uh, but I think you know, as as I was saying uh, with drummers, uh, so Anthony Anderson needs to be <laughs> my drummer. Uh, <laughs> I definitely. Uh, who's playing guitar? Who's playing guitar? Um, oh, I know the blood that Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. Just blood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the bloody drum kit. The blood of Machine yeah, Gun Kelly. <laughs> All right. Um, and I don't know if I had a one left. A bass player. Um, uh, Blue Ivy. The, the kid, oh, the kid, yeah. Yeah, she, she, could, she could probably not. She could probably hold it up. Yeah, yeah. Why did I picture a stand-up bass? What I I did a stand-up bass in my head. I don't know why. Oh, that's, but that's also a black man in my mind. I don't. Know. <laughs> sure, for sure, for sure, for yeah. sure. Yep. Whenever anybody pictures a stand-up bass, do they picture a white guy? I don't know. No. Oh. <laughs> Nate Craig. By the way, I want you to know, uh, Kyle Kinane picked Uncle Pecos from Tom and Jerry as his guitar player. <laughs> Damn it. Well, that was mine. Um, I would say uh, on lead guitar, Jimi Hendrix. We're going to keep this. Real answers. Reality well, Real answers. Dead. Wow. Uh, of course they could be dead. They could be animals. So, Crystal just chose blood. Uh, I'm taking. I'm taking. Wait, Nina my, wants to go again. She wants to pick dead people. All dead people other, from Nina coming next. My other lead guitarist, a live tiger. Uh, a, a live tiger on guitar. That's never been tried you gotta, before. You uh, got to get the one that got uh, Siegfried. Yeah, the, or did uh, they put him down? The, the tiger that ate Siegfried. Bring him back. Uh, on lead vocals, Bjork. Oh, Mia's, and, Mia's computer shut down. And who else? Bjork. And let's go Bobby McFerrin. Oh, then, but wait. He then, is the instrument. 
he's he's everything. He's he's anything you need him to be. I'm, That's I'm, right. That's I'm making right. a legit. Absolutely. I'm making a legit product. What right? about That's the guy right. from Police Academy? But what about Michael Winslow? <laughs> I go Winslow. No, 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 no. We get we get. That's what Bjork's for. Anything that Bobby can't. Anything that's not in Bobby's register, Bjork will nail. And then, <laughs> and then at on the drums, I want. I got. I need a percussion section. I need Neil Pert, and I need uh, Savion Glover. <laughs> oh, he's, so you got him sprinkling down like. Sprinkling hits, sprinkling my wallet with money. Do you remember when like Gregory Hines and Savion Glover were like n- like household names, and then they would yeah. like tap? Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen tap dance and been like, "That was." I know that that was good. I think I'm too stupid for tap dancing. I don't know what is good and okay. what's not. Yes, you. You do. got look up syncopated ladies after this. Syncopated ladies. Mm-hmm. Is that a genre on you uh, porn? They- they are a tap group that I, I know the lead, the two sisters that, that do it, and they like do amazing tap routines. I feel like it will change your mind. That's the only reason why I recommend what it. What is it? Syncopated Ladies? Okay. Syncopated Ladies, yeah. Are they from San Francisco, like the Painted Ladies, the Row Houses? Not at all. Okay, that would have been a good play on words, though. <laughs> Syncopated Ladies? Did Debbie Allen mm-hmm. tap dance? They actually, so they... They studied with Debbie Allen. I, I used to work for Debbie Allen. That's why I, I knew oh, yeah. that. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who has the best? Oh, oh, Nina Tart, dead people. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, dead people. I should have thought of this while I was just like staring off. Like, uh, uh, okay, dead people. Yeah, this will work. Okay, so... Uh, I mean, also alive. Like I was thinking, I was like, if we're putting together a super group, you're gonna want to get Brian Eno and Philip Glass, and like, you know, and and Phil oh, Spector, um, <laughs> and the beloved <laughs> Phil Spector. Um, you're gonna want to get. I was actually thinking uh, Tina Wymouth of um, Talking Heads and Tom Tom Club. She is like such an underrated uh singer songwriter like david byrne took so much of the credit that's another person david byrne would be pretty fucking good i don't know i'm i already answered mine in it and i like my <laughs> okay i mean my like, I'll take my, you off like the hook. Well, technically uh, uh, my like you know record collector brain can come in and it's not going to be fun for anyone it's like somebody <laughs> talking about sports stats you know unless you're <laughs> like record collectors you know you're not gonna you're like oh you know you have no idea how long i could talk about sports stats and i'm not kidding uh i feel feel it i'm not really into sports um but not my thing uh when i watch me explain saber metrics to sean no uh (laughs) okay before we go i have one more question who is uh the funniest person Present company excluded that my listeners have never heard of. Give them a name of somebody to Google who you're like, Nick well, Vaderot. Nick Vaderot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They know him though. They know him. No, he's been on the show. Yeah. I feel like other people probably have heard of him, but he's not as big as I think he's, he should be. It's uh, Martin Urbano. He gets brought up on here sometimes. Yeah. So funny. Mike Carosa brings him up. Little Mikey. Yeah. He's the best. By the way, Mia, I finally had Akeem back. Oh, I heard it. I heard it was a lot more peaceful. 
Yeah, I think that you, uh, as his babysitter, bring out the worst in him. Oh, it's God. I just. A team would. Yeah. Yes, Lord Jesus. We. <laughs> the I two of them sister. together are oh. like the, the funniest because, like, Mia gets so frustrated and it's, oh, it's very fun. He stresses me out every day. Um, my sister and I are in a group chat with him. And um, it's just, it's constant, just wrangling all day. Just, my sister told him that we're his caretakers um, because he's just that. It, it was something that we were talking about the other day. And I was like, why would you do that? And he was like, because I'm dumb, Mia. And I was like, I can't. And I was like, I cannot. I can't. That is Mia, how. That's... Mia, did, did you go to Georgia? I did. Oh, you weren't at the you weren't at the top of the show. Sorry, yeah, that's sorry, right. Sorry. Look, don't, don't don't get me started again because I <laughs> will not stop. Um, it's exciting. been yeah, I've, I've been out of control. Are you for... thinking of voting for Herschel Walker now? <clears throat> you know, good and damn well, I would not <laughs> vote for Herschel Walker. <laughs> Jesus, no, oh, no. Do you think that that yeah. hurts him or helps him that the bulldogs that the dogs won? That they won. Um, or nothing at all. Him, it helps him with white Republican. Georgia yeah, that's fans. it. Yeah. yeah, that's which is if you had been at the stadium, that's all that was there. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, that's. Did you go yeah, to the game? No, I didn't go to the game. I went to the celebration after the parade this past uh-huh. um, Saturday, and um, it got it was a moment where things got a little dicey um, because um, the governor of Georgia spoke, and he's also. Uh-huh an alum and then like mm-hmm. some women next to me they were just like oh and then this woman just turns around and tries to check them and she was like not today no <laughs> politics today uh, i just want to enjoy this and i'm like uh was the woman was this woman white she was white and the people that <laughs> rolled their eyes were black and, and they were um, like yes today no. yeah and they were just like all the days but now she was we just have like, somebody no. close to heckle yeah right she's like i just want to have a <laughs> I don't have a good time. And I was like, she is really, mm-hmm. you could have just minded your business and just could just mind your business. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're, if your elected officials weren't pieces of shit, you wouldn't have to not today devil the other people in. Right. The- <laughs> right. Oh, God. Oh, well, I guess since I'm talking, can I answer? Yes, you may. Um, you know what? I'm going to name one of my, um, Good friends in comedy. I don't know if you guys know Landry, but he's the best. Um, he's very funny. And we started back in the day in Atlanta. Um, but um, yeah, he's very um funny. He's um originally out of Canada, but he pretty much started in Atlanta. What's his name? Landry? Name yeah, he just goes by his oh, um yeah. His, I thought I was waiting for a uh, stage name. Yeah. No, it's it. It's just it's just that. Tom Landry. Yeah, that is not it. No, <laughs> it's, just, it's just Landry, one name, but you're right. very funny. Sean, do you have one? Uh, there's this uh, old dude named Hippie Man who does stand-up comedy in Colorado. I always found him hilarious. Uh, he does a whole, he does oh, a whole like John Osavad. Okay, yeah, I didn't know his actual name. His stage name is Hippie Man. He's just like a kind of like a comic from like another generation, but. I, I always uh, saw his shit and just laugh my ass off. So oh, I got to, they're, I got those confused. They're not the same guy, but okay. Uh, <laughs> and I don't know what his actual name is, but I think he goes under some 
uh, hippie man name on Twitter. He does. The, he's all over the yeah, Colorado comedy scene. I just googled him. I, I know who that dude is. Hippie yeah. man. I always liked hippie man. All right. I've never heard yeah. of hippie man. This will be good. I feel like he won. Maybe win the Labyrinth Golf Festival. One yeah, year. hippie man's plan at hippie man's plan. John Novosad. Yeah. Oh, that is him. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I've seen him before. Yeah. So half of us know Hippie Man. <laughs> Just right. a great stage name. Is it though? All right. Well, again, <laughs> you know what you're getting when you sign when you buy tickets to Hippie Man. You immediately know what kind of act you're going to see. That's true. You, buy, you see Sean Green on the lineup. You go, who's this? Who's this dumb Irish guy? You know, you don't really yeah. know what you're getting into. Yeah. Man, you know exactly, and he delivers. Who is this Irish or sometimes Jewish guy? (laughs) Crystal. Um, I'm gonna say Roxy Hayes. Roxy Hayes. Roxy's great. Love her. She's in LA now. She was in Texas, and she has a huge like kind of like nerd anime following. She does a lot of cosplay. Um. But she also talks about like, I don't know, stuff like DuckTales on stage. And I love it. <laughs> I went to a an open mic that's like in my neighbor the neighborhood I just moved to. There's a dude in a full, like north of the wall wildling slash Viking outfit. So be on the lookout for this dude <laughs> and yeah. things. He's also got a thing. Wow. <laughs> Who has plugs? Who has plugs for hey, things? Hold on, I got, I got, yeah, I yeah. got a comedian, and this is probably way too early because uh, she just told me that she just started this year. But I was sitting in the back of the room. I did a show, uh, my New Year's uh, weekend at the Laughing Tap in Milwaukee, incredible club. If you live in Milwaukee, go support that club. It's in Walker's Point. Anyway, her name is Ryer Cameraman, and she absolutely crushed me. And she said she's been doing comedy for eight months. And I was like, oh, wow. I was like, I walked away from her. I was like, that's, that's nauseating and good for you. But anyway, that makes me, that makes me, that makes me hate uh, this person. She did 20 minutes. <laughs> she did 20 great minutes, tons of personal stuff about her mom and about where she's from and stuff. And, coming from texas and moving to wisconsin for college and like just effortless like per you know this is my life storytelling it was really really good so anyway look out for her i will these years. are good <laughs> does anybody have a plug for an upcoming uh this will be out friday so sean who's on our show tomorrow oh uh yeah well that would already have happened yeah right? i just wanted to know oh <laughs> i don't know i don't have the list in front of me um, but you can check out, uh, download the Sports Gambling Podcast Network app, SGPN, App Store, Google Play Store, if you like uh, betting on sports. Uh, Brendan Walsh is on. I do know that one. Oh, nice. Uh, Crystal Adams, what do you want to plug? Um, the fact that I am looking for a job. and <laughs> Nice. Yeah. This shit is real. You don't, have, you don't ask. That's what I learned. Um, but also, I will be, uh, I guess I'll be headlining a club in Santa Cruz in February. February, February, something in February. Listen, that's when we black <laughs> people get booked. So you'll find me in places. Uh-huh. So. 
I've had great shows in Santa Cruz. That place is fun. I, yeah. we, I'm sure we have the same act. Um, <laughs> Nina Tar, what do you got? So for plugging, um, I have a show that's this Wednesday, which is uh, not relevant because it's uh, going to come out Friday. So after that, oh, I'm going to be in LA in early February and I want to do shows. So put me on your show, please. I'll be in town January 31st to February 8th. Do you want to do Checker Hall with me and Kelsey Ayer? Yes, I do. All right, I'll t- I'll I'll message you. Okay, <laughs> yay! <laughs> yeah, it worked. Cool. I, I also wow. want to plug. I also want to plug that show, Mike, which I will be on. I'll put. I'll put. And, it, I'll uh, put everybody on it. Yeah. Oh, the, I book people for this because they're not good at standing. Uh, uh, I'm in. I, Nate, last time let, Nate, last time I saw you was at Carport. You had the best set I've ever seen you have. Oh wow. Okay. You had a must. You had a mustache too, which was uh, I, I want that to come back. Also, sure did. Took me twenty years to grow the mustache and to get funny. Um, I said best set. Oh, you're getting worse at comedy then. The best set I ever saw him have was at the Elevated in 2006. I will. Uh, I will plug my comedy special, Preferred Customer, on yes. All Comedy, their website and their YouTube channel. Yes, I was there. Who did I not ask? Did I ask Mia already? Me, where no, you get not? What's not canceled? What are you doing? What's uh, I just that's all I have really. I've been very smug <laughs> for about a solid week now. Yeah. Super smug. Um, and also weirdly aggressive too, because I've like been kind of hoping <laughs> that somebody would see me wearing some, you know, a Georgia just shirt. Opening and like, up. Your, your I love them. Is that like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it is. It's uh, aggressive. Um, did you see that? Uh, real quick, not to interrupt, but did you see that news story? Where the uh, Georgia fans got uh, the police called at a restaurant because they kept barking uh, in Indianapolis. They kept doing the dog bark, and I guess the owner called the police or something. I can I can guarantee you that those people did not graduate from Georgia. (laughs) Almost hundred percent for money. I I totally believe that. That was just Arsenio. Um, but no, this, I mean, not that I, cause you know what, I, I actually have not, like, I've been chilling, chilling pretty hard, um, right now. I haven't done any shows or do I have anything coming up just cause I'm, um, I don't know how I feel about stand up right now, but, but what do you mean? I don't know. I've been like, I've been very bored and I, um, cause uh. I've been, I, I had two weeks of shows in Vegas um in december and then i I did like 21 shows i think there in two weeks and then i was you know off for christmas and then ever since then i've been like i'm really not in a am i in a rush to go talk about nothing sounds like you made a lot of money in vegas (laughs) i did (laughs) did you put money on the dogs (laughs) No, I did not. No, I'm an ethical person. Um, but no, but but the thing, I guess something that's that's that that is that's out, a shot though, at um, you, Sean Green. That's yeah, right at a, you. It's a whole podcast about his lack I of was, ethics. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. No, the um, no, the only, but I guess this is um, like there's a show. Use code Mia Jackson and get ten percent off of your next gamble. If you guys could do that, that would be great. Um, but the um, the uh, but no, the uh, there's a show on a VH1 called My Celebrity Dream Wedding, and I am the narrator 
person. Are you? Wow. You hear me commenting and talking about stuff as the, you know, introducing the show and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Wow. So, it's out like on Monday nights. That's amazing. And my favorite. My favorite thing is that when the commercial was on, because my dad pretty much watches everything on VH1 because he loves gossip and mess. But um, <laughs> when the when the commercial came on, I was like, "Daddy, that's the show that I've been doing the voiceover for." And then he was like, "The wedding shit, okay." And I was like, "Thanks, <laughs> thanks. That's, that's awesome." <laughs> you felt heard. I felt her, even though I had been telling him for several weeks that's what I was doing. But, um, yeah. Can I tell you one? I booked an Uber Eats commercial that got canceled because Ooh, of Omicron what? still get paid for doing nothing. Nice. Nice. No, no residuals, but if you got anybody else who's booking commercials and canceling them, hit me up. Give them my oh, number. Yeah. Uber. <laughs> All right, thank you guys for doing this. Like I said, this will be out Friday. I will see Sean soon, and Nina, I'll, I'll message you about that show. If anybody has that works, put me on your show. I'll... So funny, and I'm, guys. And I'm sorry for what I said about gambling. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Uh, you're the first one. Buy, first one tonight. <laughs> <laughs> bye guys. All right, bye. Hey guys. Yeah, that was Crystal, Nay, Sean, Mia, and Nina. I'm gonna tag all of them on Instagram and Twitter. Go give everybody a follow on social media. That's the show. Thank you so much for listening. R.I.P. 